This is episode 10 of Fam Life with Phil Gomez on the Rising Man podcast. And these are the five domains that every father must focus on in order to be the best father that they can be. Yo, yo, what's good, y'all? Phil Gomez here, and this is Fam Life, where we talk all things relationship, lifestyle, and focus on amplifying the voices of people of color. Today's a real good episode. We are going to be focusing on the five domains that every father must focus up on if they want to be the best father they can be. So obviously this is for the fathers out there, but even if you're not a dad, if you're interested in fathering yourself, these five domains are still applicable for you and there's definitely some gold in this episode for you. Now, before we get into the episode, I just want to remind you guys of the brotherhood over here at The Rising Man. The brotherhood is all about men having each other's back no matter what. It is an international movement of men who are choosing to lead lives of growth, service, and integrity. So if you're tired of just listening to podcasts, reading books, and just being on the sidelines about doing the work to be a better man, this is a great entry point to put yourself in the arena with other men who are just like you, who are interested in leveling up and just being men of service, men who are impactful and better leaders in the world. Go to risingman.org brotherhood and sign up now and I'll see you on the next call. Now, getting into this episode here, like I said before, this is all about fatherhood. And if you're not a father, it's about fathering yourself as well. If you follow these five domains and the prompts that I include here in this episode, you are guaranteed to sharpen up your fatherhood skills and be a better role model for those who are looking up to you, whether that's your children, whether that's nieces and nephews, whether that's just a man sitting across the table from you. So that's enough. Let's just get to it. Here we go. The five domains that every man must focus on in order to be the father that they truly want to be. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Fam Life with me, Phil Gomez, on the Rising Man podcast, where we talk all things relationship, lifestyle, and really focus on amplifying the voices of people of color. Today's episode is about the five domains that every purposeful father must focus on in order to be the father that they truly want to be. Now, how I see it, the goal of fatherhood is really to embody the man that you want to be for your children and to be a pillar for your family. Now, there are so many narratives in our society and in the media around what it is to be a good father, and some of them are good, some of them are not that good, right? But either way, in order to really achieve uh, the free freedom and autonomy that most men crave for, we have to define for ourselves what it is to be a good man and to be a good father. And then we end up being able to live up to that. So we got to write our own blueprint because there's nothing autonomous. There's nothing inspiring about living up to someone else's blueprint. Now on the path to becoming a more purposeful father, if you follow these five steps or focus on these five domains, it is a clear blueprint that is guaranteed to get you to where it is you want to arrive. Now for you listening out there who is a soon to be dad, it's never too early to start preparing for fatherhood. It's never too early to start preparing to be the man that you want to be for your children. For you who has uh, maybe a three-year-old, a five-year-old, a 10-year-old, it's never too late to really reflect and refocus on where your energy, actions, and intention are going towards. It's never too late. 
And for you out there who is nowhere near having a family, uh, you're not in a relationship, maybe you're a young man, it's still never too early to bring intentionality, uh, focus, and vision towards who is the man that you want to be. When we can focus on that, we know where we want to go. We know how to get where we're going. And it's not always going to be clear, but at least we have a vision in mind and we at least know where our true north is. So with that being said, let's get into the five domains. The first domain that every purposeful father must focus on is the father wound. Now, if you haven't listened to the previous episode uh, entitled Completing with Your Father, highly recommend you check that out because we go a lot deeper into this. But the father wound is all about letting go of resentment, anger, feelings of how it should have been, um, or even like an idealization of your father. It's about letting go of that imprint of what fatherhood is, whether that's from your own dad personally, uh, whether that's from other male role models, or whether that's from the societal narrative as a whole, letting go of that story and those feelings and sentiments so that we can create a blank canvas from which we can then create from. So this is all about putting the effort into bringing awareness around what these things are for you. Maybe it is anger that you have towards your father. Uh, Maybe it is some sort of bitterness that you have around the way you think things should have been or the way you believe your father should have acted. Whatever it is, this is not about him. This is about you determining what it is that's keeping you from having that blank canvas. What what past uh, traumas, feelings, and really grudges are you holding Um, And once you bring awareness around those things, you're able to then put them to the side and then step forward into creating what it is that you want to be or what it is you want it to look like to be a purposeful father. Again, the purpose of this aspect is to give yourself permission to embody the role of father, the role that you determine. And whatever that definition is for you, when we address the father wound, we're giving ourselves permission to create from that blank canvas, which is the most inspirational way we can create from. If we are creating from a space of, well, I'm going to be this way because my dad was this way, or I'm going to do it like this because society tells me to do it like this. It's not coming from a place of power or freedom. It's coming from a place of reaction or a place of, well, fuck them, fuck that guy. I'm going to go and do it my own way. We want to come from this place of uh, love, clarity, and really this stillness within that enables us to create from the most beautiful, powerful, and most free space that there is. Now, this is not about uh, bypassing your emotions or bypassing past traumas at all. So the overall purpose of addressing your father wound and bringing awareness to some of the feelings and emotions that you're harboring within yourself is to give yourself permission to embody the role of father, however you choose to define it. So now that brings us to step two, set your standard. Now, this is an essential aspect for every man, despite if you're a father or not, setting your standard is all about bringing freedom and an autonomy into yourself because you are setting the, the overall goal. You're determining what the target is. When you set your standard and you give your de- definition or answer to the question, what is it to be a good father? You are then able to live up to that standard and not anyone else's.
I like to think of it as target practice, right? If you don't have a target, how do you know how well your shooting is? How do you know if you're getting better, right? How do you know if you're even shooting in the right direction? So this is all about setting up your target so that then you can begin to aim towards that direction. Now, this is really about determining core values, virtues, and really bringing vision towards fatherhood. Now, again, if we don't do this, then we're kind of just flying by the seat of our pants. And that's still going to happen sometimes because life is guaranteed to throw you curveballs, whether you're a dad or not. But especially if you're a dad, you already know there are a ton of curveballs that come up all the time. However, if you have your core values established, if you have the virtues that you are um, choosing to be your armor, right? You're choosing these virtues that these are the things that I'm going to live by. This is my code that I'm going to live by uh, no matter what. Then you always have a true north. You always have a direction that you are going to. And you always can go back to the drawing board, right? Or sit down and reflect, how am I doing? Am I being a good father? So once you've taken the time to establish what are your core values, what are your virtues, what is that picture of what it is to be a good father and answer that question, then you're able to aim towards that. And it also gives you an opportunity along the road of fatherhood to sit down and reflect, how am I doing? Am I being a good father? And you're holding up your standard and you are comparing yourself to your standard, not anyone else's. This is true freedom. Now, I think the most practical way to set your standard as a dad or soon to be dad is to really just give yourself some space and time to sit and answer the question, what is a good father? What does a good father do? What does a good father look like? Maybe you have some examples from your life, right? Maybe your dad, maybe uh, your baseball coach as a kid, maybe some other male role model that you've had in your life, right? We can use these men as examples, but at the end of the day, we are still taking these attributes or these things that they modeled and we're putting it and creating it into our own standard of that picture, that model of the good father that I am living up to. So that's number two, setting your standard. Number three, the third domain that every purposeful father must focus on is relationship. Now, when we think fatherhood and relationship, it's pretty natural to just think of the mother of your children, whether that's your, your wife, your girlfriend, or your co-parent. And that is absolutely an essential part. You know, Focusing on your relationship with the mother of your children is absolutely essential. You are going to be tied to this person for the rest of your life, whether you're together romantically or you're not. This eternal tie... Uh, really requires us to be in communication and relationship with them. So a lot of times, myself included, I am super guilty of this, even up to this day, um, I will not prioritize the domain of relationship with my wife. And that always results in a breakdown, right? Now, you might think that being a husband is separate from being a father, and they are two different things. However, they do mesh together. And, you know, in my vision of what it is to be a good father for myself, uh, being a good husband is part of that and modeling to my children what it is to be in a loving, uh, caring relationship and what it is for a man to really respect a woman. I, I want to embody and demonstrate that all the time in front of them. So 
relationship is a key aspect and bringing focus and really taking the time to focus on relationship is essential. And what has been really helpful for me is to remind myself that being good to my wife, uh, being sweet with her, um, taking time to support her, communicate with her are all ways that I am demonstrating to my son and to my daughter what it is to be a good man in this world. And therefore, these are all ways to demonstrate what it is to be a good father. Now, I like to also expand relationship out to our friends, our family, support system, right? Really making time to uh, focus on these relationships because these are the things that are going to help me when I go through those difficult times, uh, through those curve, trying to hit those curveballs in life that, uh, you know, fatherhood, having children, having a wife are always going to throw at you. So, I'm really guilty of this as well. It's really easy for me to put my friendships and relationships aside when the going gets really tough, right? When we're moving and when the kid's sick and when I'm sick and when I have, you know, I'm trying to get a new job or I'm trying to uh, fulfill my duties at my current job, whatever it may be, when I start to get in this space of overwhelm, I stop texting my friends, right? I stop calling my mom and dad. Uh, I stop reaching out to uh, my dear friend who I know has been through the same situation before. It's easy for me to be like, I don't have time for that. So forget it. Now, in order to be a good father, you got to have a good support system. You absolutely need it. Without it, you're going to crumble. It's it's guaranteed. It's just too much for one person to hold. So really taking the time to be in relationship, not only with your wife or your partner or co-parent, but with your friends, you know, with your family personally, and really with the people who provide you support and who really are that, um, who really are that reprieve from some of the difficulty that's going on in your life. Focus on your relationships. Do not let go of your relationships. They are definitely a lifeline in the wild sea of fatherhood. Now we also, I also dropped an episode, The Six Keys to Surviving and Thriving in a Long-Term Committed Relationship. So definitely check that one out because there's also six steps in there that are absolutely going to help you thrive in your relationship with your partner or wife. So that is number three, domain number three, relationship. So domain no- number four is building a legacy. And this, for me, always starts with the question, how do you want your children and family to describe you in 30 years from now? How do you want them to describe you when they're sitting around and maybe you're around still, maybe you've crossed over, whatever it is, how do you want your children to describe you to someone else when they ask them about their dad? And I really want you to sit with that question because uh, when you sit with it, it really is one of the clearest ways to guide your actions from day to day. I know for me, I I want my children to describe me as uh, courageous, right? I want them to describe me as fun. I want them to describe me as adventurous. I want them to describe me as a man that was able to keep his center and keep his cool. And really just, even if he did, even if I didn't always have the answers, I always was willing to figure it out and not get flustered right? Those are just some of them for me. Now, if I look at those things and I look at myself day to day, I'm like, holy crap, I definitely fall flat on that often. But when I revisit the answer to that question, how do I want my children to describe me in 30 years from now? 
it is able to give me insight on every single small action, decision, step that I take in my day-to-day life. So that's one aspect of legacy, right? Is how do you want people to think of you in the future, right? And how do you want them to remember you? And from that, how does that guide my actions day-to-day? Legacy is just really what we pass on to our children and to our family. Now that can be morally and ethics that we pass on to them, ways of being and ways of handling certain situations, could be life skills, how to change a tire, how to change your oil, how to solve problem XYZ. It could be finances. You know, legacy is all about your life not being your own, right? The life that you are living directly impacts those who love you most so that the decisions that you take today, you hold the weight of them, that they are going to affect those from years, years from now. So legacy is your decisions, your life, your actions are all bigger than you. And when we look at our decisions, when we look at our actions, when we look at our day-to-day life, and we're able to keep that context of legacy or keep that context of this is going to affect my children, this is going to affect my grandchildren, this is going to affect seven generations from right now, it adds a it adds a certain weight, right? It adds a certain responsibility, but it also puts a lot more wind in your sails. That's been my experience. You know, when I'm going through some small, what may seem small or large at the moment, some difficulty, and I am able to get out of my own personal discomfort and aversion to doing some sort of action, and I'm able to think of seven generations from now, or I'm able to just think about of my children, you know, once they're adults and how that decision to that problem is going to affect that. It gives me the, it gives me, it brings me back to my center. That's the easiest way for me to put it. It brings me back to my center and it gives me the energy I need in order to dig a little bit deeper, handle the thing that I much, much rather just be much rather procrastinate, much rather look away from and deal with later. And okay, I'm going to handle that now because I know my son is going to see me handling it. I'm going to handle it now because I know it's going to make life easier for my daughter in a couple of years from now. So that's what building a legacy is all about. So I really encourage you to answer that question. How do you want your children to describe you 30 years from now? And the fifth and final domain is own your context. So as I've been saying a couple times throughout this episode, life is guaranteed to throw you curveballs. Fatherhood, having a family, having a partner is it's it's just a uh, it's a big dance of curveballs, of switch-ups, of things that just end up coming your way that you did not expect at all. Right. It's all about having a plan, plan breaking down, and then figuring out what's the audible, what's the thing that you can do to continue to move forward and fall forward. Right. So, the only thing that we actually have control over is how we show up our actions, our reactions, and how we show up to the situations that we cannot plan for, but are inevitable. They are going to happen. Now, this is context, it's the choice of how I'm going to show up no matter what, right? We can make plans all day. And I'm definitely not uh, against making a plan. We can make plans for what the weekend's going to look like, right? We can make a five-year plan, whatever it is. Plans are made to be broken, right? In the sense that like, if I have a plan to go take the family to the beach this weekend, so we can have an awesome family day and 
my car breaks down or my son gets sick or I hurt myself in some way, shape or form, that plan's going to break down. Right now, what I would context is all about what was the purpose of that or how did I want to show up to the family beach day? So uh, maybe the purpose was connection, right? Maybe the purpose was fun. Maybe the purpose was uh, trying something new and different. Those are just examples. So if that's what I really wanted the day to be about, it ends up being that like it doesn't matter whether we go to the beach or not, right? The beach was just the vehicle in order to express or in order to experience that connection or that fun as a family. So now it's all about my plan has broken down. We can no longer go to the beach. How can I still bring fun and connection into the day or into the weekend? This is context. This is about how we show up. So maybe in this case, um, I run to the store and bring back some sort of art project that we can do together as a family in the house. And uh, we can still meet all of our other needs that cause us to not go to the beach, right? This could be uh, maybe we take a walk around the neighborhood and uh, go nature foraging or see if we can find feathers or find cool sticks and stones, whatever it may be. You get the point. We can still have the fun. We can still have the connection without with our original plan breaking down. So context is all about being intentional about how you want to show up to a situation, to an event, and absolutely committing to being that way no matter what happens, no matter what curveball may come your way. So you can have a context for an event, right? You can have a context for a season. You can have a context for a year. You can have a context for a lifetime, right? This is kind of goes back to some of those virtues and core values as well, though they're definitely going to play in to your context. So choose your context, maybe choose to be fun, right? Maybe choose to be a connector for connection. Uh, Maybe choose to be uh, bubbly and bright. You know, I know for me that can be very difficult, especially when I think of all the other stresses that I may have in my life, right? But whatever it is that you choose, be intentional about it. Choose it prior to the event. Choose it prior to uh, things going awry and commit to being that way no matter what. Commit to being that way no matter what. And that is going to bring a huge difference to how you perceive problems or how you perceive breakdowns and to how your family perceives you. So there you have it, fellas. We got the five domains that every man must focus on in order to be the father that they truly want to be. One was the father wound, determining what it is that's uh, that you're holding within you and addressing it or at least bringing awareness to it so that you can then have a blank canvas to create from. Setting your standard, really just answering the question, what it is to be a good father and setting your target. Okay, this is the way that I want to be. This is my definition of a good father. And that's what I'm going to aim towards being. Relationship. So focusing on the relationship with the mother of your children, as well as all your other relationships that support you in being the man that you truly want to be. Fourth is building a legacy. So really viewing your life as not your own and that all of your actions have an effect on your children and your future generations. So what is the legacy? What are you leaving for your children and for your family? And the fifth is owning your context, bringing intentionality to how you show up to every single situation and committing to hold that way of being no matter what. This is embodiment at its finest. 
There you have it, fellas. Those are the five domains for every father to focus up on. Focus up on them and be the father that you truly want to be. Much love. So there you have it, the five domains. A quick recap. One, address the fatherhood wound. Two, set your own standard as a father. Three, prioritize your relationships. Four, leave a legacy. And five, own your context at all times, no matter what. I hope there's something that you can take from this episode today that you can apply to your fatherhood immediately. And I really just hope you can own being a father and the importance that has in the world. We are shaping the next generations and I pray that you're able to do it intentionally. Thank you as always for supporting the Rise Man podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to this message. If you love the Rise Man podcast, if it has affected you or impacted you in any way, shape or form, I ask that you leave a review on whatever platform you may be listening to this to on. And I also ask that you share it with a friend. If someone popped up into your head as you were listening to this, shoot them the podcast so that they can listen to it as well and they can get some of this good medicine. Much love to all of you out there and until next time stay up